season nine, episode five. Kick back, relax, listen to 420 time. As I eat on YouTube. That's one of my favorite tracks on there. Because the studio that I, that I made it at is called 420 time. Got different things that I prefer, different things. We all love her. Chris, keep it low key. Nothing to assert. Find a low and honest flow. Keep you on alert. Different day, different shit. Same shirt. Which light is mine? Ain't a light. Now it's fall 20 time to hell your body's all in mind. Roll the weed up, no grinder, light the weed up, no lighter. Roll the weed up, no grinder. No grinder, light the weed up, no lighter. Crystal candy, I better hide out. Crystal clear, take a deep, she roll a blunt, she a keeper. To zone in on your micro. To hone in on your micro. All the best thing time to foster, all the best thing for homie Oscar. But he ain't talking about trifecta to my Z, 90 degrees, and you get my homie Nefta. Rolling, chilling is what we do though. Best so see, cooking in a studio. 420 time, time to shine. 420 time, time to shine. One, two, three, we blow trees. Nah, but for real though, back at it again, I put the vitamin Z. T is my new weed. For sure, for sure. To ask these questions and create conversations, to create this global space to make the world a better place, especially for the three-quarter black, that's why I rap. Unfiltered vitamin Z, you should check the facts. Unfiltered vitamin Z, we got the recipe and how to be exact. Immigrant culture, extra seasoning, sometimes though we lack the ingredients. Sometimes you know what to cook. You're like, shit, it's a couple things lacking. And you gotta manipulate and work things around. That's why I said before, you know, cooking is like math. You can always add things to one side if you, you know, do the same thing to the other side. It's manipulable. Manipulatable? Manipulative? Something like that. You can manipulate it. But some things, mm -mm, it's gotta be exactly. Most important thing I learned this year is how to be flexible. I wonder what's something y'all have learned, you know. Add me on Instagram, the Captain Homeless. Tweet me at the Captain Homeless. I think that's my Twitter. Oh no, just Captain Homeless. Because being flexible, physically, one for sure, stretching and yoga and you know walking, all that good shit for sure, for sure is important. But being flexible mentally, being flexible. Uh, I don't want to say, can you be flexible emotionally? Is that a, was that a thing? Hold on, let me see if I can bullshit that. No, I can't. Uh, being flexible in the sense of, you know, again, something doesn't go right something and our definition of what going right is you know what i'm saying because certain things need to be a certain way to fulfill that specific goal that we laid out but other things are not really as serious as we make it out to be sorry i had to kill this fucking bug i haven't opened up my window in a minute so i don't let the heat out and i've been seeing this little fly and it's the craziest thing where i can see it go in front of me like really slow and i'm like oh this is gonna be easy to clap it's going to be easy to smack the shit out of. And then, boom, three seconds later, I just lose it. And I'm in a studio apartment. I'm just like, how the hell did I lose it? It just, like, goes in. I'm like, damn, like, into, like, a different dimension or something. But I just got this motherfucker. Let me clean his ass up. May he rest in peace. So, yeah. So far, I've been good by not pausing. But it's also been kind of struggle to come up. I don't have... Before, I used to have, like, notes. But I've been so... I don't want to say lazy, but a lot of the ep all the seasons, season seven and season eight, were pre-recorded all in like a one night, September twenty-first, uh, and continue with season eight. I was just uploading one every week, but sometimes what I notice with myself, oh sorry, sometimes what I notice with myself is 
what's been happening with me ever since I've been like trying to meditate an hour a day. And I really recommend that for people. Uh, I tr I've tried therapy. Uh, I just finished with that. But there's something about meditation. I don't want to call it. Yeah, you could, you could call it self-therapy. But there's certain things that it's helped me more so than in the case of therapy. And I think it's because it is a. I don't. I won't say therapy is necessary, but I think meditation is necessary. I think that is something we should do on a day-to-day -day basis, most days. And I've been doing it for like an hour, and I get some people like really busy and they can't do like a full hour. But I think that's the thing. It's like, what are we so busy that we can't sit one hour with your thoughts? And again, for some people, it's like, oh shit, you know, hour day to do exercise, and that's a struggle for them too. I don't think an hour day to sweat is good. But you have to look at, you know, I, I do grocery shopping. I got to walk like 10 blocks or whatever. That shit feels like a workout when it's like that, that, that once a week grocery shopping. And the bag is so full, you come back and your back is, is, is cracking all that good shit. But also walking. Like I walk, I think, like maybe three, four, five miles a day. And having pets, that's probably one of the main reasons I have pet. Where it's just like a guarantee that you're going to go outside and have to go around and walk. But exercise, walking is like a form of meditation too. Uh, but meditation, meditation, just sitting down, closing my eyes and breathing, you will notice that you do start to breathe better. You do start to take deeper breaths. You start to exhale longer too. And you start to notice so much shit. Like I've been noticing a lot of like old shit from my life. Certain memories I didn't thought I remembered. Certain people, certain events, certain emotions. And that shit just comes up and flows. And sometimes what I find myself is, well, something I do like regardless of meditation, I've always talked to myself. I think that's just something about being an only child. But my great-grandfather used to do that too, apparently. Something that runs on my mom's side. Uh, like, just honest conversation with yourself. And when I told a friend that, he said, yeah, you know, they say smarter people do that. And I was like, really good? Because, like, I thought I was schizophrenic. I thought that me talking to myself was that little voice that you schizophrenics get in their head. <laughs> it's like, no, that's just my voice. I'm like, okay, 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 cool. But talking to yourself, especially out loud sometimes. Sometimes I've talked to myself too much on the inside. Like, actually, I need to hear my voice outspoken out loud. <laughs> Meditation certain things will come up and I'll be like, oh shit, this is great for the podcast. This is a great conversation to have for the podcast. And I'm just assuming it'll come up when I start recording, but it doesn't. I'm like, dang, no, I should have wrote this down. But I don't want to get up and constantly be writing things down because I'm meditating. I'm just trying to uh, deal and improve and, and analyze myself. I'm not trying to, you know, like, oh, this is used as a, as a I guess it could be used as like a work tool to, to, I guess, flood out certain things that I want to discuss here. But I know it'll come up eventually, especially when, during a conversation, during a certain topic or something. I'll have, I'll, it'll, it'll come back to me in that moment. But with the moment of this, it is very, I guess, stress relieving. No. It is a, it's, it's a common thing for me to do. It, it's like therapy in itself for me to just record and, and talk over on here. And I've seen certain comedians do that when they talk about like going on tour or something like that. that that's therapy for them as well. And I guess this is kind of like for me, uh, this is something I don't want to say easy because it was definitely a challenge at first, the idea of hearing or thinking that my, myself was being recorded, even though we're constantly having a conversation on the outside. But it's, it's, it's documentation, it's therapy, it's entertaining, and uh, it's fun. And I think anything that fulfills, that benefits you, and at the end of the day, you know, it is also still fun. It's perfect. It doesn't feel like a job. But it would be great to have it as a job, too. You know what I'm saying? Because isn't that what they say? Then it won't feel like work at all. So, yeah. 
meditation is something I've been recommending to everybody because usually the times that I've been told or I tell somebody that I'm feeling this or I'm feeling so anxious or whatever, I've been told to like meditate by people that don't meditate. They're like, oh, meditation is good, like, but do you do it? And nine times out of ten is no. Or they've done it before, but it's not, never has anyone ever told me to meditate and that person being someone that meditates every day. So coming to you as someone that's meditated each day this week, uh, then yeah, I, I recommend you do it. <laughs> I mean, of course... I'm, I might have, and other people do too, recommend something that we don't necessarily know personal experience from, but we know has its um, validation from other sources. But it is best to hear certain things from people that are actually doing it themselves. And sometimes a couple of days will go by that I don't meditate. And it's not because I didn't have the time. It's just because I just didn't want to. I didn't want to sit down. I felt like I, could, I complained maybe the day after, like, excuse me. I didn't have time the day before to meditate, but it was a lie. I'm bullshitting myself. I did have time. I just didn't want to sit down and do it. But I never regret it once I actually sit down and do it. That's the funny thing. Um, maybe it's the same way for some people going to the gym and exercising where it's like, I mean, for me, I enjoy walking. So like, and, and I need to. So I don't think about it like, oh, I don't want to. And then I won't do it that day. I walk every single day, but I don't necessarily meditate every single day. But I've been trying to do it like max skip one day. And... um yeah, you got to give yourself some wiggle room. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be perfect, perfect. But um, it was in this interview, I think I saw on Joe Rogan's podcast, talking about uh, that after 60 days, you've cleared like a lot of this shit from the past. And then once you start meditating, it'll just be about things the day before. So when you can really zoom, zoom in on your micro where you can analyze, you know, how you felt at the end of today and you're able to meditate and reflect on the day before, that's really, you know, when you're in a good zone. So that's the zone that I'm trying to get to. You know, every day is a day to work on yourself. Every day is a day to improve. Like, the, you know, in the West, it's usually the, if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But with Kaizen, with Japanese philosophy, it's that constant improvement, that there's always somewhere to be improved. Somewhere to say, you know, where can we be more efficient here? Where can we be stronger where? You know, where's a, where's a weaker point that we can improve upon? And it's good to know your weaknesses, um, but not to be constantly worried about them. Gary Vee said that, you know, not to focus too much on your weaknesses because everybody else is do, already doing that for you. And that way, if you can, but no one's going to be able to know what your strengths are and to be able to execute on. So that's why it's best to just, you focus on your strengths. But when you are aware of your fears, when you're aware of your, I think in one of, um, Humble the Poets books, I think he said that he, the bravest people he knows are the ones most in touch with their fears and phobias and don't allow those to get in the way of their happiness. So some of us have that, like myself included, knowing better now, what are my fears, what are my phobias, what are the things that I have to deal with? And then that bridge is like, okay, and how do I, now that I know those things, how do I not let those things interfere with my happiness and my personal growth? And that's a constant battle too. That's a constant tr trial and error as well. And um, I think I've discussed enough on this one. We've already reached 11 minutes. Damn, I haven't been able to keep it to nine on any one of them, mainly because I just like lose track of the time and into the combo. But yeah, you know, allowing the thoughts to come up and let, let them flow down a river. Like there's certain things. Uh, here, let me see. see uh, I recommend. I've done this quite a few times, and it hasn't quite paid off yet, but it has it has been helping. Where if there's like a, a physical object that's been bothering you, or a person, or an idea, or whatever it is while you're meditating, just try to like, like for me, like I'm like really uh, weird and anxious about knives for some reason. Uh, it just like makes me feel weird. I don't know why. And I have like an OCD about it. So I just like, and it's, it's like an anxiety OCD thing of like fear of harming yourself and harming others. So it's best to like think of, an, I just throw that knife into a river, literally. And I picture that knife flowing down that river. And um, 
constantly training your mind to think in different ways, to constantly think, you know, literally implanting positive thoughts because a lot of the thoughts we do have are not, are they, like, the movie Inception is so fucking great because you're starting to, I'm starting to see that with social media. Like, I didn't, I wasn't on social media when I first watched Inception as a kid, but now it's like, oh, shit, what is my thoughts? What has been implanted by media? What's been, what's been, what's been put in my head by other people? You know what I'm saying? Has somebody said something so many times that is uh, that someone else's fears and anxieties become mine? Especially our parents. That's something else to look at. Sometimes parents are so afraid of something or so against something that the kids either become the complete opposite or inherit or adopt the same exact ideas and the same exact fears. So I want, uh, you know, we're not going to live a life of fear. I think Mandela said, if I'm not mistaken, that a man isn't a man. Uh, you know, we're not these strong people simply because we have no fears. We are strong because we know them again we're aware of them and like humble the poet said we don't let it come into our happiness we don't let it hold us back you know we go through it and we're going to do whatever we want to do despite them um, and will smith said that if you can't overcome the fear then just do whatever you know do whatever it is with the fear like i was so terrified of scuba diving i learned water i learned how excuse me i learned how to swim because i had a fear of drowning uh, in water so scuba diving was terrifying as well but I, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm going to get over the fear, and I did it. No, I was I couldn't get over the fear, and I did it. Uh, you know, I did it scared, which didn't help that much because I was breathing so hard uh, that I was going up and down. Up. Instead of being more relaxed so I could actually float around, you know, go into the water and move around. But if you can calm yourself the best and, you know, you still have it in the back of your mind that you are scared, it's okay. Just acknowledge the fear and tell that bitch to calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? Put that bitch to the side and just get on with it. Because most things are really not as, 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 as bad and scary as we make it seem. So do something every day that terrifies you. Now, it doesn't have to be like on the biggest scale, but things that are uncomfortable. And, and when you can do the things that are uncomfortable and the things that you don't want to do, that's <laughs> being a fucking adult, essentially. It's just doing the shit you don't want to do, what you got to do anyway. So do that shit with other things too. And then watch yourself grow a little bit every single day. And that way you know... If you die tomorrow, you die in your sleep, you know, you don't get to wake up. You die knowing that you were doing you, that you died knowing that you were working on yourself, that you were on a track and on a progress of a better version of yourself. You know what I mean? Because why would you want to die with regret that you could have done more? And sure, your life might be cut short, but you don't get to decide that time. So decide right now if you were going to die tomorrow you know, tomorrow morning, and don't over freak, oh, I haven't done so much, and I gotta do all these things, it's all good, if you can forgive yourself, and you die tomorrow, that's fine, it really doesn't matter what you have done, or haven't done, it's simply the way you choose to look at it, and, and define it, and value it, and live up to the standards that you want to create for yourself, because it's your life, and your death is going to be yours too, so, take care, I hope you, thank you all for listening, we're end this on 15 minutes, my favorite number anyway, so, cheers, thank you, have a good one.